0: Guys, welcome to Wednesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. morning. Hope everybody's having a, a good day so far. Early morning for some folks. Here's a story that I read this morning before coming in. And I love AI and the stories of AI in the future. And I'm not going to spend a lot of time getting too deep into it, but I just wanted to scare you just enough. <laughs> they have an AI robot, artificial intelligence robot, and they can communicate with it. You know, you teach it, and then it teaches itself. An AI robot says it will probably end up destroying humanity, though it doesn't want to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. The GPT 3 says it has no interest in harming mankind, but it claims humans will likely end up programming it to do something that leads to heavy human casualties. Yeah. The language generator, commissioned by OpenAI, was given a writing assignment. GPT 3 ended up writing a piece which it describes itself as a thinking robot. It's not planning any kind of robo-apocalypse, but it sees that humans will use it for the wrong thing and it will kill humans. Nerd minute for sure. (laughs) (laughs) But does that freak you out at all? Yeah. I was watching this robot try to teach itself how to run. And at first it has to like crawl and it's running the way we do. And then it figures out how to... That's right. crazy. It's wild. It's crazy. It's crazy. Okay, well, I don't want to freak everybody out, so let's right. end.
1: I'm already freaked out. out. Too, yeah, late. So <laughs> Too
0: late. Let's end a little something as we start the show that's uh, pretty goofy and funny. So Lunchbox called a salon. What did you say to the salon, Lunchbox?
2: Uh, that I want to give my mom a bikini wax. I want to come in and, oh, you know, gosh. give her a bikini wax. She had a pool party coming up. Oh, <laughs> his boy. His
1: mom.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. Here is Lunchbox calling a salon to see if they would give his mom a
3: bikini yeah. wax.
2: Hi, I was just calling because I want to give my mom a bikini wax.
3: Um, for, were you looking to get it done today?
2: Uh, no, just later this week because she has a pool party this weekend and she wants to feel comfortable in her bikini. And
3: are you okay with anyone doing it or did you have a specific person you wanted there to see?
2: Oh yeah, I was going to do it. I just needed to, I didn't know if I needed to come early to set up or how that works.
3: Um, so we won't be able to have you do it, but one of us, um, one of the girls here, can do it for her.
2: Do you have like a wax heater I could use, or and you provide the wax, or do I need to bring my own wax?
3: We have our own. Um, we're not able to provide provide you with anything. Okay,
2: perfect. That's that, that's even better. That, I mean, that's good. That means the wax is there. I don't have to bring any supplies. Um, do I need to come in? Like, do I just wait in the room and then you bring her in, or do we just walk in together?
3: Um, so we're not able to have you wax her. That can be a, a safety liability for us, so we're not able to do that.
2: No, I got 15 years think- of experience. I'm not going to... There's uh. no liability. I got 15 years experience. <laughs> like, my mom will vouch for me. I'm really good at waxing her.
3: I understand, sir. So we're just not able
0: to do that for you. The whole premise of that is disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, though.
0: <laughs> you send an
4: email and we read it on the air.
1: It's
0: something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah morning studio they say I'm emailing you this morning because I need some advice about a month ago I was cleaning my boyfriend's apartment for him when I came across a beautiful diamond engagement ring in his night table and I felt my heart melt I figured he'd propose at any moment because I found the ring (laughs) but it's been over a month and still no proposal every time we go out to dinner I think this is it (laughs) The anticipation is too much for me to handle at this point. Should I confront him about finding the ring? I'd really like to get started planning the wedding. Signed, with quotation marks, Sarah. Here's the thing, Sarah. I know it's super important for you. But if he's holding on to the ring, you don't want to ruin a possible surprise that he's been planning for you. Or the timing of something happening... Because he has put so much thought into it. I can't imagine him buying it, holding it for a month, just to go, you know, I'll do it when the wind hits just right. Something is spinning in his head. 90% of me goes, he's planning something, waiting for the time is right for something. 10% of me says I doesn't know it yet, but that's only 10%. <laughs> 90%. And, and second of all, let's be honest about you cleaning his place and getting in his night table. You don't clean inside of a night table. You were looking for that ring. Yeah, I'm sending you eyeball emojis right now. (laughs) But no, you don't say anything to him. You don't even let him know. You don't even let him know that you found it until at least five years into the relationship. Because if he plans something for you, he wants it to be so special. And you talk about peer pressure for a guy to have to think about proposing now. Because everything on Instagram is crazy. People have big proposals, people crying, people be- like there's pressure on a guy now. So let him take the pressure. Hopefully that pressure and his love for you will manifest into something that's that, that, that you will always remember. Say nothing to him. Hmm. Thank you. That's that's my advice. Amy?
5: I agree. You can't say anything. Nope, nope, nope. I don't even know that you say it five years in. Gosh, that would be so hard. But I mean it's not your fault you found it.
0: It might be if she's snooping. I don't know that she...
5: Nobody... You can't prove that she was snooping. I know. But yeah, I would just be patient. And it'll mean more, too, when you're really surprised. So just try not to think about it. But keep your nails ready.
0: Mm, that's the thing. That is. The whole showing the ring that close is a little... It oh. makes me... Uncomfortable as a flex.
5: Okay, so I don't think that it's just for that, but the girl—it's like not for Instagram, but for family and friends. And- oh,
0: it's for Instagram. Yeah, for sure. It's for, for Instagram. sure. It is. It's for Instagram. Yeah. I get that it's you want to send your aunt that. Nita a text message of your ring. Yeah, but it's for Instagram. But everyone's
5: also in person. Forget the pictures. Once you get engaged, everyone is asking to see your hand, and so you want your nails good.
0: If he sends you to get your nails done, you know what's coming, by oh, the way. Nice. Oh, yeah, don't do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Have her, like, arrange for her friends. Even sister. then, it's
0: too, you can't, you can't. Anybody that's coming to her at this point going, let's get your nails done, she knows it's coming. Okay, the answer is, though, you don't say anything about it, right, guys? Correct. Yeah. We're all on the same page. Yeah. We've got your email and we read it on the air.
4: Now it's time to close Bobby's mail bag. Yeah.
0: Raymundo, tell Amy what you saw at Starbucks. <laughs>
4: So I, I'm in the Starbucks line. This is crazy. And apparently, this lady, two people back, was a medium, like a uh, psychic. Friends. And she goes, she goes to the dude in front of me and says, "Did your father pass away?" And the guy's just like, kind of flustered and goes, "Uh, yeah, why?" And she goes, "He he forgives you. I, I needed to tell you that I'm a medium, and he's in this uh, in Starbucks right now, and he-, he wanted me to tell you that. I'm so sorry." But I just felt the urge and I needed to tell. And this is all in front of everybody else. And so then other people are probably looking around wondering, what, who else is chilling in this restaurant with us? <laughs> <laughs> I think about
0: that part of it. That yeah. is crazy. Isn't that crazy, though? Yeah. So first of all, just that you see that is wild. <laughs> Even if it's completely somebody that's kooky as can right. be.
5: She could do that to multiple mm-hmm. people and then she got lucky because, yeah, his dad had died.
0: So
4: did he believe it? Uh, he was weirded out by the whole thing. He did say thank you, but, and then I'm just, is th- so I guess the ghost was literally in Starbucks in the line with us.
0: Okay, just let me play devil's advocate here before we all go kooky kooky. What if she really could? We can't prove she couldn't. I mean, she nailed it. His dad had just died. And that's a tough one. You can't just go up to someone yeah. and be like, hey, do you know somebody with a U in their name? <laughs> that's tough. Yeah. that to the middle of the What do you think?
5: I'm, I'm not, I don't think so, but...
0: I'm not a believer in that either. (laughs) However, I do leave a shred of doubt Mm -hmm. because I don't know anything that I can't see or touch or smell.
5: Right.
0: So did you believe it, Ray? I did. And honestly,
4: the guy, what a relief. His dad forgave him. Did you ask the guy, hey, what'd you do? I should (laughs) have. If I was a good reporter, I would have, yeah. Bobby Bones. The
0: Bobby Bones Show. It's time for the good news.
6: With Amy. Tell
5: me something good. So there are these two people, Joe and Julie, they met when they were teenagers at church. Always had a little interest in each other, but nothing happened until they got reacquainted in their 30s. But even at that point, they just had so much going on in their lives, they never took the time to tie the knot, get married, make it happen. Well, now... Seventy-five years old and seventy-nine years old. They oh. finally tied the knot. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he's, he has some
0: commitment issues, huh? Mm-hmm. No,
5: no. One day, I guess when they find things finally settled down, Joe, what does that
0: mean? Settled down, though. I mean, good for that. It them. said they were
5: caring for family members that were sick and other Love ones it. they had stuff going on work. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> Joe finally turned to Julie and said, "You want to get married?" And she laughed and said, "Yeah."
0: <laughs> Thought you'd never ask.
5: So in front of two hundred loved ones who've waited a really long time to see this go down, yeah. they watched them say I do.
0: I guess the commitment issues. Good friend, we're gonna know we're <laughs> That's gonna be me and a tell me something good. You know, Bobby, 93. <laughs> decided he'd finally get married. All right. Settle down. Yeah, settle down. Uh, Amy you good? I'm good. All right, that's uh tell me something good. Good work there, and good work to that couple after all those years. Mm, Joe and Julie. Sixty years they got married. That was tell me something good. <laughs> If you're feeling anxious, they say you should watch a TV show that you loved to watch when you were a kid. Because anything nostalgic reminds you of a time when you felt secure. That's cool. Kind of relaxes you a bit and calms anxiety. Wow, I like That's that. Nice. I do that when I sleep. I watch The Office every night. Not because I was a kid, but because it calms me. I know what's going to happen. I don't have to worry about Because if I'm watching a show and I'm like, ooh, I wonder what's going to happen next. I can't go to sleep. Uh, here is Lindley from Texas. Here you go. Hey,
3: morning, studio. I was just had a random thought and I was wondering if you could tell me if I made this up or if y'all used to do this a really, really long time ago. They used to go like, I feel good. Oh, I feel so good. Uh. Did I make that up? Also, does Bobby have a belly button? A long, long time ago, there was a segment, and I swear he said he didn't have a belly button. Anyway, weird things that make you go, hmm.
0: Okay, uh, two things. You're right about both of those. When when people used to win a game, I would go, how do you feel? And their cue was, I feel, feel good. good. Oh, I, I feel, feel so, so good. Huh. And then we'd keep going. Much the way that people call and they go, morning studio, and we go, morning, mm-hmm. all together. Mm-hmm. Just little call and answer type things. But yes, we used to do that probably 10 years ago. And then I only have part of a belly button because I have a scar from when I rupture my spleen. And they had to take it out. I have a scar going from right below my sternum down to my, close to my pubic bone. And it had to run through my belly button. So I only have part of a belly button. So both those are pretty accurate. Let me see that. Good memory. Wait, look at that. They're right there. <laughs> see it? Hey, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, let's see. Here is three kids from Buffalo, New York.
7: Hi, I'm Emma from Buffalo, New York. Hi, I'm Abby. Hi, I'm Alex. My grandma loves your show, and it would mean the world to her if you could shout out. Happy birthday, Gail.
3: Love
0: you, <laughs> Happy hilarious. birthday, Gail. That's Thank awesome. You. All right, here's another one.
7: Hey, Bobby.
3: I'm getting married. and I need to pick a garter song. And everyone does the Magic Mike uh, pony song, and I really don't want to use that. I prefer it to be country, so if you guys could help me out, I'd appreciate it.
0: Well, there's always honky-tonk, badonky-donk. Oh, that's good. If you're looking for, like, a song... That is dancey goofy, oh, sexy.
1: Donk. You know,
0: <laughs> honky tonk, but get donk. donk. Or you can just do anything upbeat. You could do Blake Shelton, Footloose, although oh, yeah, not really.
1: True. But it's boom, jump, boom. boom. So what about um, Big and Rich? Save, Save a, a horse. horse. Yeah, that's a yeah. pretty good one too. Yeah. That dude, that'd be cool. All
0: right, let's do one more. Here we go. Last voicemail.
1: Hey Bobby,
3: how are you doing? Hey studio? Um, I know that you guys have tattoos, or some of you do. Um, do you think fifty is too old to kind of look at getting your first tattoo? Right. Love the show. Keep it up. Talk to Ab- you guys later.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely not. No. Don't, don't let other people's feelings about what they should do at their age affect what you should do at your age. These are just social constructs. That people, have, you want to get a tattoo at fifty or seventy, or sometimes people are like eighty and they get their first tattoo. Have at it, man. Only thing you got to worry about is how good it makes you feel. If it makes you feel good, go to town. Because who cares what everybody else thinks? So go and get that old English written on your back all the way across (laughs) that says Mack truck. (laughs) Yeah, with a bulldog face (laughs) on it. (laughs) (laughs) Finally. Have at it, man. I could not be more supportive of you. Who cares what age you are? All right, there you go. Those are the voicemails. You can leave us a voicemail anytime we're not on the air 877 77 (laughs) Bobby. It's now time for a segment we call Rejected Segments. Rejected Segments. Oh. So these didn't make it, and I compiled a bunch of them, and then I come on and read them all. <laughs> these are ideas that people on the show have sent me. And what inspired this was Lunchbox sent this. Bobby, we need to lock of your hair. Would you be willing to let us sell your hair? Abraham Lincoln's hair sold for $81,000
2: at an auction. This could be some extra spending cash. Hey, Blinken. <laughs> yeah, I think it would be great. People would go crazy to have a locker your hair, and it would just be like an extra $10,000 bucks we would make. You know, but he's not wrong. No chance. Right, Eddie. He's
0: not wrong. Yes, he's very wrong. Nobody gives a crap about my hair. These listeners would buy it. <laughs> no, they wouldn't. <laughs> and that's why it's a rejected segments. Oh. Here's another one. Ed- Eddie sent this I had another what? crazy dream. Oh. Yo, we don't ever talk about dreams mm-hmm. on this show. Mm-hmm. Dreams never make it. He said, however, this one was a good one. And if it ever came true, I would start taking my dreams a little more serious and believe that they were actually telling me things. I dreamt Blake and Gwen broke up. Save the date. You heard it here first.
1: Yeah. What is the difference between that and Raimundo coming and saying, I saw a tweet. It may mean something else that it says. You had a dream. Yeah. Guys, if. But it, he
2: saw something in real
1: life. Bones, if it <laughs> happens, you can come back to this rejected segment and be like, wow, Eddie did
2: have that dream. Gosh, oh, I, oh, man, I well, had a dream Carrie's going to have another kid someday. So if it ever happens, okay, now see, you're just making that, that exactly. up. I had a dream that you're going to have to drink water today. See, you're being dumb about
5: it. I had a dream I can't even share right
2: now. What This is a segment that made it. Go ahead. Accepted <laughs> segments.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> go ahead, Amy.
1: More?
5: No, it's more of like a nightmare, and I hope it doesn't come true, Eddie.
0: What Eddie? is <laughs> it? <Whoa. laughs> is Go ahead. To tell all right, that's why it was a... Rejected segments. Oh. Here's another one. Raymundo said, I may have found the creepiest website of all time. Wait till you hear about it. <laughs> what is it? It's just called Windows Swap. It's not even that creepy. But what it, do you it, do?
4: It is so people broadcast from their houses and like sometimes the window is in their bedroom and so there's a live audio feed. So sometimes people leave the camera on it and I think maybe they're having fun in the morning before they go to work or something like that. But you just go to it. You can see cities across the globe, oh, no. other people's windows. And I thought maybe Bones could do this in his window and put it on the website. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, that's why it was a yes. rejected <laughs> segments oh. Here's one from Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Again, these are segments sent to me that they want to talk about on the show. Uh, Ray is trying to win a contest at his apartment complex. I got a text from one of our friends that does videos. He said that Ray hit him up over the weekend asking if he could shoot a video of his apartment for $100. <laughs> Ray said that he's trying to win some open-door contest that his apartment is having, and the prize would be a Visa gift card. <laughs> yeah, too late. We already lost that, so. Did
4: some- you try? Yeah, absolutely, and they picked a different guy he lived with, I, par- I guess, his family, so they went that route instead of just me and Bay.
0: Okay. Uh, let's do one more. Here's another one. Rejected segments. This one's from Eddie. Oh, my God. It says, is hey, you always said in a flirty way? This is a good one.
1: Okay, go ahead then. Yeah, is it? Because there's a mom at my... Mm, shouldn't have said that. There's someone at some place <laughs> <laughs> that every time she sees me, she goes, hey, you... And I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> why don't you just say hi? <laughs> I feel like she's flirting with me. So I want to ask you guys, does that mean she's flirting? I, mm. Hey,
5: you. Hey, you. But, but
1: guys, listen. Hey, you.
5: I mean, it is a or, little, it has a flirty connotation. Like, hey, you. I don't know that but hes He said she's not going Hey you She's yeah. going hey you Hey you No how
2: do we know She's not going hey you And Eddie's hearing it as Hey no, you No I wouldn't make that <laughs> Maybe up Maybe she
5: doesn't know Your name and it's awkward So she just tries Good. to say Hey you Does
0: she lick her lips Before she says it No, <laughs> no <she laughs> Is doesn't. your wife around When she says it like Never. that Never Never If your wife's around Does she not say that I
1: didn't notice I will pay attention next time
0: So do it again What does she do Hey you I'm borderline on this, right? right. Yeah. That can be funny. It's like, hey, you? She's yeah. A, but I, she
1: does it all the time. Eddie, though.
5: I really think she doesn't know your name. She's she's, she's doing what Bobby does with his Caitlyn's dad.
4: Hey! Hey! You. hey. <laughs> I don't even say anything. It doesn't make eye contact and start talking. <laughs> that was rejected segments. Oh. Oh.
2: It's time for the good news.
7: Tell yeah, something good.
2: When Caitlin was three months old, she was diagnosed with cystic fibrosis, with a problem with the lungs. So about a year ago, they said, listen, you need a double lung transplant or you won't live another year. She had a fiancé. She was really down, but she was like, I can do this. She moves to Dallas, gets the double lung transplant. A year later, she walks down the aisle and has her fairy tale wow, wedding. A double Woo! lung transplant. That's wild. Amazing. A double lung transplant.
0: Two new lungs and a husband. Yeah, that's a good one there. That was tell me something good. What's happening, friends? Let's go over to Amy now with the morning corny.
5: <coughs> the morning corny. What's the strongest vegetable?
0: What's the strongest vegetable?
5: A muscle sprout.
6: Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) that was the
0: morning corny that was pretty funny Caitlin told me that uh, last night when I was sleeping cause I talk in my sleep like crazy and I haven't been feeling great for a couple days and I've been taking stuff to sleep better and so I took some melatonin I took some like CBD sleep stuff and so I've been talking so when I sleep hard I talk and she uh, I woke up this morning before I was coming in and she goes hey um. So, can I tell you something? And I was like, Oh, great! She never asked to tell me something. And I was like, Yeah, what's up? She goes, When you talk in your sleep, you talk like a girl. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't know. But she's always like, I'm like, mm, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, t- <laughs> oh <laughs> no. So apparently, my sleep talking voice is is like a girl. Huh. How about that? Okay.
5: I do not know if the the tone was girly or the topic was
0: girly. Possibly both. <laughs> <laughs> Balance. on with us right now it is amanda from gainesville florida amanda how are you doing good bobby
3: how are you guys doing
0: we're doing pretty good we appreciate you talking with us what's going on with you
3: so i have a two-year-old his name's morgan and he goes to daycare and i love the daycare and they're really helpful but the past couple times that i have picked him up um he has had a dirty diaper and like a little dirtier than normal, like it's been there for a while, mm. and um, I love them, I really do. And I, I don't want to say something because it's like it's my kid. I should change his diaper, but at the same time, like I don't want him to be sitting in his pee and poop very long. So I just don't know if I should say something, and if I should say something, like what should I say?
1: Well, I'll let the parents go first. Eddie, you have young kids. I don't do daycare, so I don't know what the protocol is, if they are supposed to do diapers, but I figure you got something you need do to tell Do they do diapers, Amanda?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They they listed out on the paper for me what time they changed his diaper and everything, but the past couple of times I haven't gotten a sheet.
2: Lunchbox? Listen, I go to daycare. My kid goes to daycare. and if- <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is your daycare here. Let, let me tell you, <laughs> if I pick up my kid and it's got a dirty diaper, I say excuse me, do you not smell the poop in his diaper? Like, how long has that been there? Can we get a change before we go home? Plain and simple. You just let them know because then they're like, oh, they noticed the poop in the diaper. Because you not want to put the kid in the car seat with poop in his diaper and you're not going to change him right there on the sidewalk. So you just straight up say, excuse me, I know you got things going on, but there's poop in this diaper. Did you not notice? I guess that I would worry if
0: I did that, they wouldn't treat my kid as good Mm -hmm. because that's what she's worried about. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what I would really, I would never go and do that because I would be like, when I'm gone, they won't treat my kid as good.
5: Okay, but what if you don't say it in that manner? How what would if, you say it then? I would say, "Hey, <laughs> the past few times I picked up my son, I've just noticed that there's been a dirty diaper. Is can we just make sure he's being changed? Like, I I don't know protocol. I'm not trying to tell anybody how to do their job, but I also haven't gotten my sheet lately, and I'm supposed to get a sheet.
0: Okay, this is what I would say. <laughs> I don't I have kids, but I wanted to I save it. me come on, for on, last boys, come because on. this is how diplomatically I would do it and make it work. I would go to them and say. Hey daycare, my son's having been having some stomach issues lately. Where he's been pooping a lot more. If you guys could pay a little more attention to his diaper, that would be it. Would help me so much because he's been a little. That way, you're not putting it on them for doing something wrong in the past. You you still have them looking for it and tell them, hey, sorry. When I pick him up, he's he's had it in his diaper, but you know that he's just not been well. Can you guys just watch him a little closer? I think that fix it without. Making them starve your kid. Wow,
5: you're blaming it on the baby.
0: (laughs) Baby don't know. He doesn't
1: know the difference. Baby don't know. He's
0: like, like, it's it's the baby, it's not you. Amanda, what do you think about that advice? We we kind of gave you. A dip- I
5: think that's awesome. I mean, for not having kids, that's great of advice. Of course, Bobby knows everything. Yeah. Come on, yeah. Yeah. For not having kids, for not being married, for not—he's expert not on everything. <laughs> Bobby's going to write a how-to book for how to do everything. I don't even really have to do, but I know how to do. It.
0: <laughs> Amanda, why is Amy such a hater? Answer I'm that not, question for I'm me. I'm not a hater, but he did blame it on your baby. But the baby don't know, and the baby's going to get better. Care because of that. The baby probably wouldn't care. you would be like, hey, little Herbie, yeah. how do you feel if I do this? Little herbie be like, <laughs> wham, wham, woo, woo. Well, then what
5: if they're like, oh, if your baby's having stomach issues, we can't have him in the daycare?
0: No, the kid's not sick. Okay. She's having some stomach not sick. it's yeah. just diarrhea. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you just got to be blunt, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if they keep doing it, then you probably have to do lunchbox or then just pull them out and go somewhere else. But I say you need to diplomatically approach, not just this situation, any situation. I look for this method.
5: Yeah. I'm gonna start to look how you handle me.
0: <laughs> what? You don't want to know that. That's many years of studying, <laughs> oh, oh, and training. Yeah, that's okay. a tough one. That's a tough one. You have one. to go
5: home and practice. I mean, that's more than a baby. I look in the mirror
0: all the all the time at night. And I'm like, Amy, and I, I just try different tones. <laughs> Amy, Amy. <laughs> all right. Well, Amanda, I hope you gain
2: something from this experience. She could send this clip to the daycare. Say, hey, do you guys listen to the Buy a Bone Show? <laughs> Yeah, you, you were on the radio. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Congrats. Amanda, if you, a, if you approach this, however, you, will you let us know how it turns out? I will, yes. I will. All right, there she is. Amanda in Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> so, Amy, haven't done a prank call in how many years?
5: Mm, I mean, it's been a long time. I feel like the last time I did anything, like, pranky was when I wore a mic to the mall and would go into shops and lunchbox would tell me what to say and I would go in and like say something funny. I can't remember what we did at a maternity store once, I think, but I wasn't pregnant, but I wanted to buy maternity jeans. I don't know. I think <laughs> it was the last time I did it, and that was maybe 2011. And that wasn't even a call. No, that was an in-person prank. Well,
0: <laughs> all right, here we go. This is Eddie, have you heard this? No. This is Amy calling a grocery store asking for some help with her milk bone cookies saying that her kids can't chew them. She tried soaking them in milk and it's still not working. You get it for dogs? <laughs> yes. All right, let's see how it goes. Good afternoon. Thanks for calling
5: me. I, help you. I, I have a question about the milk bone cookies that you sell.
3: The milk bone cookies like for dogs?
5: Well, no, I, I've been feeding them to my kids and they're really hard. <laughs> Milk bone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was soaking them in milk to make them soft, but they're still hard, and my kids can't chew them.
3: Milk bone cookies?
5: Yeah, I bought them from your store, and my kids can't chew them. I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. Like, sh- I'm soaking them in whole milk right now, but I could do almond milk, I guess.
3: Yeah. So, and, and you're telling me that the name of them is called milk bone? Milk bone? Yes. Uh, ma'am, the only thing, <laughs> but the only thing I know, of milk bone is is for dog biscuit.
5: Dog biscuits?
3: Yes, ma'am. Is it a red box?
5: But Well, yeah, it's a red box. All right. But yeah. you can't, I can't feed them to my kids? All
3: right, ma'am. I'm going to go, okay? You have a wonderful day.
5: <laughs> oh, i <laughs> That's not bad. It's hey,
3: hey,
0: pretty good. good? Oh, you did pretty good. No,
5: I laughed like
0: You twice, did laugh. <laughs> <I didn't, laughs> she did get herself get, laughing at one point.
5: I know. And that's like when you're pranking, you got to hold it together.
0: <laughs> so then Lunchbox jumps on and calls the guy back as her husband. Oh. There you go. Good
3: afternoon, calling. Can I help you?
2: Uh, yeah, man, my wife just called about the Milk Bone Cookies, and she said you hung up on her.
3: No, I didn't hang up with
2: her. Oh, well, I guess so, she got confused. So, she yeah. yeah, she just chipped her tooth on one of the Milk Bone Cookies, and she's like, I, I bought cookies, and they're put them I in could, the cookie jar. Just and, go ahead and
3: bring them back with me, and we'll talk in person, which we'll take care of the best way we can.
2: Uh, do we bring the tooth in also? <laughs> sure, why not? I mean, do you have a dentist? Do you guys have a company dentist that you're going to send us to? How do we get this fixed? Sure, just come on in. We'll talk to you then. He's on to your game, I feel.
4: Yeah. I feel like he's on to you. Yeah.
1: And now did you have Morgan number two call as the daughter? It's a- <laughs> the whole family calls this guy and messes it's with It's all it. of us. The
0: mailman Ray calls. Hey, it's not the mailman, and it's true. I just walked by. It's time for the good news.
4: With Bobby. Tell me something good. Mm-hmm.
0: I saw this one this morning. Rachel LaPierre won 1000 bucks a week. And uh, lottery. Wow! Like every week, she wins a thousand dollars. That's I'm jealous, right? And so she's not kept a single check for herself. She's giving it to charity every week. She says this this humanitarian organization, which she funds with the lottery winnings, aims to promote good deeds. So every time she gets a check, she gives it. Wow! What? A thousand bucks a week.
5: She got that mailbox money.
2: Go ahead, Lunchbox. I mean, I don't understand. Why even play the lottery then if you're not going to enjoy the reward?
5: Maybe it does bring her joy to give yeah. it away.
2: What if the reward is actually helping other people? Yeah. Right, but you got to help yourself too. You what can if retire she feel, on that money. What if she feels like she's in a good place? Yeah. She could be in a better place. Oh. Give one a month and take the other three for yourself. That's pretty uh, nice. You know what?
0: I'll pass that along to her. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Rachel LaPierre, 1000 bucks a week, and she donates it to help other people. Love it. I think that's pretty fantastic. And that is a Tell Me Something Good right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Clay Walker. What's up, Clay? Hey, brother. It's so good to be here. It is good. It's good. I'm glad to have you here. If we go back to 1993, your first number one, what's it to you? Like, why was that put out as the first single? Like, What, what were you thinking?
8: Well, it was going to be dreaming with my eyes open, and we we did back then what's called radio showcases. You know, where different radio stations from around the country would come into one single place, like Dallas, or you know, and, and we they listened to all the re- all the songs and the new record, played them all, and and when we would do "What's It to You," we were seeing you know the industry people, the the, the gatekeepers stand up and cheer and we were like hey maybe it should be what's it to you and of course the rest is history
0: you're telling me that you would play that song from a tape or a CD and people would stand up and cheer we've lost all, all emotion <laughs> these days no 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 now I, we listen and it. go no you no, played no, no. Played it. play it live oh you do, <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I was tape. gonna say <laughs>
1: yeah. you got a standing ovation from a CD or a tape that's crazy <laughs> that's amazing
0: no, not I would have put it out as a single too not everybody can be Bobby Bones honey you'll no. never you'll <laughs> never believe this I play "What's it <laughs> to you on tape the whole room stood up <laughs> All right, all right, well, <laughs> uh, 1993, this is your first ever number one. Would you give us a little bit of What's It To You? Sure. Let's see if we stand up a chair when it's over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, man. No pressure. Uh, 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 yeah, no pressure.
6: What's that? I hear angels singing, telling me to make my move. Listen to it, their voices ringing, baby If you feel it, get in the groove Love is a rhythm of two hearts beating Pounding out a message, steady and true Talk to me, baby, tell me what you're feeling I know what love is, what's it
0: to you? That's, I love that. I yeah. can't My like, headphones are on. I can't stand up. <laughs> Wouldn't
8: you know Bobby would start me out on the highest <laughs> song first, right? <laughs> <laughs> but now you are getting loose.
5: Play space is bright red. No, from, from, from having like, to go so to high?
0: Um, let's go. Ugh. I'm interested in if I can make a living because Alan Jackson wrote that song, right? Yeah. And so how do you get an Alan Jackson song and why didn't Alan Jackson record it? Because it's such a jam. Well,
8: here's the thing too, and and we get as songwriters, you never really know, you know, if every song you write is going to be a hit. You know, and they're not all hits, but uh, you demo them. In other words, you you, might, you write a song and then you ha- you have something to record it with, and you have it there so you can remember it. And he wrote this song with another with a couple of other writers, uh, one of them being Keith Stegall, who was his producer at the time, still is. And uh, so whatever Alan Decided, hey, these are my best songs. I'm not going to put these other ones on my CD or on my album. Those get pitched out to other artists. And so I heard the song, and it's Alan's voice on it. And my producer at the time, James Stroud, played it for me. And he goes, I don't know. Like, I said, James, that's a smash. That's a, a mega smash. you know. And, and I'm a writer, and I write a lot of, of my own songs. And that song resonated with me, and I said, not only is it a smash, I want it as a first single and the album title. And so Alan Jackson played in my hometown of, of Beaumont uh, on a show, and he actually knows I'm from there, I guess, and he played If I Can Make a Living. The place went crazy. You know, I had friends that were at the concert, and he said, you're not going to believe this. You know, how can he do that? I go, well, he, he wrote it. Mm. He can do it. <laughs> mm. I bet, too, if you get a song... Actually.
0: Um, because it, it it's it happened a bit with Stapleton for a bunch of years here, not so much now, but he would was known as a songwriter in town. But his yeah. voice would be on the track on the on the demo. Yeah. and it makes it sound even better when Stapleton's singing it. I oh. wonder if when Alan Jackson was singing the demo, if a little bit that it was Alan Jackson singing it, you're like, "dang, this is cool.
8: No. I was like, I certainly can't sing it better than him. (laughs) But hopefully no one ever hears
0: Alan sing it, you know. Um, If I Can Make a Living from 1994, Clay Walker's here. Give us a little bit of that one? Oh, yeah. If I can make a living out of loving you
6: I'd be a millionaire in a week or two I'd be doing what I love and loving what I do If I can make a living out of loving you Early every morning when the sun comes up, I'm punching that clock on the wall I'm breaking my back just to make a buck I'm Wishing I was in your arms. If I can make a living out of loving you, I'd be a millionaire in a week or two. I'd be doing what I love and loving and what I do. I can make a living out of loving you. Nice! Yeah. That
0: was awesome. Loves
7: hey, it. That's had...
0: three chords in the truth, Bobby. It's a little bit easier than what's it to you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Clay Walker is here. Let's do one more before we take a break. Let's do let's go nineteen ninety-four, This Woman and This Man. Kind yeah. of our first ballad y song that we're gonna do here. Yeah. Like Clay Walker getting a little lovey dovey. How do you feel about putting out a song like this?
8: Exactly the way you just described it, you know. The these big ballads have always been uh where My heart is, you know. I mean, I I love country music, period. But man, you get to sing a song like this when.
6: Been trying so hard just to talk to you, haven't heard half of what you want me to. I heard so bad over where we've been. Don't know how not to go back there again I know what I want to say Can I get it through to you now In some other way Like there was this woman And there was this man It was this moment they had a chance To hold on to what they had How could they be so in love And still never see Now nothing could be sadder than This woman, this woman, and this man
0: Come on! That's awesome, (laughs) man! Come on! I'm gonna stand up on that (laughs) one! That might be my favorite. That might, that might be my favorite. Oh,
8: it is mine. Is it? It's, oh, it's, it's my <laughs> I too. love doing that song every night. You know, it's just got a soulfulness to it. Where does that go on the set list? It goes uh, near the end, but I've been, the last few shows that we did, which has been a minute, um, we've ended the night with that song. Man, and that now, my, my agent, Nick Minima, said, now I think that it would just blow people's mind if you just do this one last. I'm like, we always end on an up-tempo. No, we started ending with that song right there, and it was like, "Everybody's walking out crying." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I love you, baby. On the Bobby Bones Show now, Clay Walker. Well, my friend, we're now the second segment where we're, we're going to do a couple things. We're going to play a couple more requests from me because I'm very selfish when it comes to <laughs> when it comes to people that I love listening to. Like it, it's just me, me, me. This is the only time I really get to be selfish at this job. Tell me if this is true. You used to work at Super Eight Motel, and you're doing music, but you decided to, after your shift, go to a local radio station and drop off a tape. That happened.
8: That's true. Yes.
0: Okay. So, what and what was on that tape?
8: A song that I written. Uh, the DJ. Uh, you want the whole story? or Just yeah. What it was on? No, give me the story. So I I was working the graveyard shift, and uh, it it was slow, and so the, the radio station was probably three miles from the Super Eight, and so I got in the car and drove down there and I knocked on the door and nobody answered so I went around the other side of the building I knocked on the window and then I guess I climbed up on the side of the wall and there was like a little bitty tiny window it was KD97 K-A-Y-D and I started banging on this one window and that was the actual to the where the guy was you know DJing his name was Gary Hayes and uh I guess he finally heard me and he came around to the door and it's like two in the morning three in the morning he does the door open real fast, you know, he goes, what? And I'm like, terrified, you know, this big old guy, you big, big guy. And he goes, uh, uh, what do you want? And I'm standing there, this little reel-to-reel, back then, it was, you made this, and it was, you know, on 16 inches per second kind of thing. Only a true radio guy would know what I'm talking about. Uh, and he says, what is this? I said, it's my song. And he goes, oh my gosh, he goes, come on in. So I went in, and he takes me over to the studio, and he, he, he cues it up and he plays it and he record records it to this thing that looks like an eight track called cart and this is the way the radio stations used to be run you know and so he records it and he goes man he goes it's really nice he goes i'm surprised he said i he said i can't play it he said we are a reporting station and i didn't even know what that meant he said i can't play it he said but uh, it is good and he handed me my reel back and i went out i was driving down the road and he comes back on the air and he goes man ladies and gentlemen and he goes I might get fired over this. He said, but, you know, there's the Buddy Holly story and blah, blah, blah. And he goes, here's a local kid, Clay Walker, who wrote this song, and he plays it, and it's on the radio. And, I mean, I'm pulling over. I'm like, I'm just shaking. I mean, I'm I'm literally just just shaking. I can't even believe it because what the airwaves do to people, in general, just the listeners. You know, I've always been a radio fan, you know, like everybody else. And to hear my own self on there freaked me out and i said man that's all i want for the rest of my life you know and so i'm on here you know and congrats to you i know people suck up to you all the time because you're a big shot and all that but i gotta tell you man it's hard to make it in the music business it's even harder to make it in the radio business you have knocked it out of the park
0: well that's very kind well that's crazy and you still remember his name good good for good for you for and look what you're about to do for me. I'm about to be famous. I'm about to break I'm about to break a new artist, Clay Walker, everybody. <laughs> well, First time you heard of him, I got him, I got him right here, everybody. <laughs> Hypnotize the Moon. Another one, if I'm putting it into my top two or three, this is one for me that I just love. I don't know if it's because it reminds me of where I was as a, as a teenager or if it's because I just love Clay Walker ballads.
8: No, and I love I love the ballads too. I think people know when you like something a lot. I love the ballads. You know, you can't play you know fifteen slow songs in the show though. You know, unless you're Barry Manilow. You know, so you gotta you gotta have the up tempo right. stuff too. But I I really love the ballads. So this song uh, was written by Steve Dorff, and uh, I remember getting this song thinking, oh my gosh, this is this is such a great song. And I didn't write it. I wish I would have. But uh, <clears throat> here it goes. She knew she caught my eye
6: And that was all it took Ain't it strange how forever changed With just one look The magic filled the night She touched my soul like no one else Yes, the way that woman made me feel left me talking to myself. Whoa, you better run for cover. You better hide your heart. Cause once you start to love her, you know you'll never stop. She shines like a diamond when she walks into a room. She could charm the stars, hypnotize the moon.
0: Nice. That's yeah. so good, man. Clay Walker yeah. in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to ask for one more. And, you know, what's crazy about your career that you don't see with a lot of artists is that, you know, your first hits in 93. You had She Won't Be Long Long in 2009. Like, that, that's quite the run there. I mean, to be able to have a number one in 1993 and then put out this jam in 2009, like, good for you. I mean, had you, to that, when whenever this song hits, had you been up, or was that kind of a re-grab? I think in this town,
8: you're always re-grabbing, you know, there there's there's all kind of opposition, you know, and, and there's support too, you know, I think you gotta have the song, the big songs are gonna make it, and they find their way somehow to the top, and you know, I think that's fair, you know, um... I, when I say opposition, there's there's age, there's there's a new artist, there's there's all kind of competition out there. So you got to have you got to have something great. But I look at George Strait and I'm like, you know what? What does he have? Like sixty
2: number yeah, one, something yeah, yeah.
8: crazy, you know? And and uh, still sings great, looks great, still does great shows. And and so I think we all need something to look to, you know. And I think some of the younger artists that are out right now look to me in some ways, you know. And and I think. If I have another hit, I think it inspires them to know that they could do it too. But to your point, um, that song right there was was going to make it. And it didn't have a lot of support coming out of the gate. And that's how I know it's a great song. It just, it just radio said, hey, this is a song for us. When I say support, we didn't have a lot of money to support it and uh, spend money to promote it and things like that. And this song
0: made it because on its own merit and radio Radio folks like you really loved it. 2009, The Last Request from Me, She Won't Be Lonely Long from Clay Walker.
6: There's something about the way she's wearing Her dress a little tighter Something about the way she's staring She's looking a start a fire Something about the way she's dancing And drinking chill patrol If she's lonely now She won't be lonely long Heaven help the fool who did her wrong It's too late, too bad She's too far gone He should have thought of that Oh, he left her all alone. If she's lonely now, she won't be lonely
0: long. Come on, Clay yeah. Walker. That's awesome, man. <laughs> a listener left a voicemail and asked us to bring this game back, so we've done it for a couple of times here. We're going to play Never Gonna Get It, but first, let's talk to Rhonda in Tennessee. Hey, Rhonda, good morning.
7: Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. Morning.
0: morning. How the heck are you? Hey. Right.
7: I'm great, thank you. It's my birthday. I'm 60
0: years old. Oh, come happy on! Birthday. Yeah. Hey, hey, Rhonda! So, it
7: really snuck up on me.
0: Growing up, did everybody go help me, Rhonda? Help, 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 help me, Rhonda. me, Rhonda!
7: Every day, oh. every day, every day. It's the only Rhonda song.
0: <laughs> I guess so.
7: Help me, Rhonda. Oh, yeah, belong in my heart. Uh, <laughs> uh, well,
0: well, happy thank birthday! You for
7: that. I was just going to tell you I'm a night shift nurse and I work in Murfreesboro and live in Lynchburg so I listen to you guys for a whole hour all the way home and can I and I work with developmentally delayed adults I've guy, uh, three guys in the home and one of them is listening to you right now on the Big 98 can I give him a shout out Go ahead Shout out to Tyrone Jordan. Good morning, Ty. It's Rhonda. Good morning. Good morning. Good
0: morning, Ty. It's Help Me, Rhonda. Help, (laughs) help me, Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda, it's your birthday. I'm going to let you get in on this game, okay? So you're going to pick one of the players. I'm going to read the question. You pick which one Uh of them you think will win. And if they win, you and them win the money.
7: Oh. Oh, I love
0: it. So before we do Never Gonna Get It, it's really tough. So, up for grabs. 20 bucks, straight up. If you get it, you win 20 bucks of my money. And Rhonda wins 20 bucks of my money. Are you ready? ready? Ready.
7: I'm ready.
0: Worldwide, we've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Now, Rhonda, you can pick Amy, Lunchbox, Eddie, or Morgan, and if they get it right, you get it right. What do you think? Worldwide. We've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Which one of them would you like to represent you?
7: Oh, 2009. Oh, sorry. And
0: Ray Mundo, but he ain't going to get it.
7: <laughs> uh, all of uh, is, uh, is Morgan on there? She is, yeah. Is Morgan included? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me have Morgan because she, she's a young one, so she'll she'll be up on these things.
0: Smart. Okay, <laughs> so here's what we're going to do. We're going to play a song here, and on the other side... You guys give me your answer. Never going to get it. All right, we'll come back in one second. On the phone right now is Rhonda, and Rhonda has chosen Morgan number two to represent her. The question in Never Going to Get It. Worldwide, we've used this about 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. What is it? Amy, what do you have? iPhones. The iPhone, just general iPhone?
5: Yeah, because I think it was invented in
0: 2009. Okay. Lunchbox.
2: Well, going on that, I put find my phone. Oh. Interesting. A lot of lost phones out there. Oh, Rhonda was moved by that one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Rhonda. thinks that was a good one. That
1: (laughs) That was a good one. You didn't pick me, though, so ha. Eddie? Okay, so I like how you said worldwide. I'm Mm going to go with Netflix. Okay. Come on.
5: Did that come out in 2009? I have no idea.
4: Hey, Raymundo, what do you think it is? I went with Roomba. The vacuum that does it what automated. Oh. Hundred and thirteen trillion times? They're more popular than you think. <laughs> yeah.
7: Okay. I guess
4: <laughs>
5: that was the Netflix delivery. That's been oh, around for a long gosh. time. The D V D. Morgan,
0: yeah, if knows? you get this, Rhonda wins cash and so do you.
3: Oh so much pressure.
0: Morgan, she chose you. What is your answer?
3: Uh, well I I'm pretty positive this came out right before I went into high school and it would have been Facebook. So that's my guess. Uh oh.
0: Facebook. Was two thousand. Two or three. I'm going to say this. One right. of you guys are close. Oh, but no. Yes!
1: <sighs> but didn't get it.
0: Mike, but what do you say, Mike? The will I tell you what. I tell you what. Whoever <laughs> it is, I'm going to give a chance to make it a little more specific. Okay? Oh, wow. oh, wow. oh wow. Hold on. Hold on. Amy, your answer was? iPhones. Incorrect. Oh. Baby. Not on me. Eddie, your answer was? Netflix. Incorrect. Not on me. I love it. Thank, Thank you. Morgan, your answer was? Facebook. Okay, it's you. Oh! Now. Okay. It's not just Go with Facebook. It. Hey, stop, 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 Amy! Don't tell her anything. I'm not telling yes, her. Yes, you were. No, yeah, yeah, it. it. listen. Well, tra- no. hey, hey, it's not your money. I Put your money Never
5: mind. She I'm trying. The caller picked Morgan too. It's for Rhonda, though.
0: It's for me. Rhonda. The it's- caller can kick rocks. <laughs> it's my money.
5: Okay. It's not. All right. Never mind. <laughs>
0: All right. We got to be fair here.
5: Encouragement.
0: Morgan. I need a specific answer here. Worldwide, we've used this 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. You can talk with Rhonda about it, but I need your answer in about 15 okay. seconds.
3: Okay, Rhonda, how are you feeling? Is there, Do you have any thoughts on this? I, 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 I do, I do. Is it Facebook Live? Oh, that's a good one because it's streaming. I don't know if Facebook Live came until a little bit later, though.
7: But, but well, yeah. Hmm. But if it's Facebook-related... That's the I only thing that's pretty myself. close.
0: All right, that's time. Right. That's not my guess. Morgan, I need an answer.
3: Well, mm, Rhonda, there's two two options here Facebook-related, the Facebook Live or Facebook Messenger.
7: I will go Messenger. Messenger, do you feel confident about that? Yeah, I, okay. I feel confident about that, definitely. Facebook? Use it every day. Messenger.
0: Use it every day, Rhonda, who you talk to most? <laughs>
7: Uh, my son, my son, William, yeah. All he right. sends me funny stuff, and I've seen him funny stuff, and it's kind of how we communicate.
1: Ask her, like, what? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> we send it to me.
7: <laughs>
0: What's okay, like Rhonda, the answer is, oh, no. it is Facebook. Mm. What do you think it is? I thought it was maybe...
5: I don't know for sure, but I was thinking the like button.
0: It's the like button. Oh, oh, no. That's why I didn't want you to say anything. I wasn't
5: going to say anything nerd. Oh, Rhonda. I'm so sorry.
0: We've used the Facebook like button 113 trillion times since it was created in 2009. Morgan, Uh, you were close. How do you
7: even monitor that?
0: Uh, Facebook knows everything. I had Mike D count them all. Rhonda, happy birthday to you. I'm sorry you didn't win, but I had a lot of fun talking with you.
7: I had a lot of fun with you guys. Thank you so much for all the positivity,
0: and I really appreciate you. You, too, appreciate that. All right, there she is. Rhonda, everybody. Yeah. There she goes, Rhonda.
2: Bobby Bone Show.
0: Bonehead. Story of the day.
2: This story comes to us from Pennsylvania. A 22 year old man was looking for a job when he saw the pizza place said now hiring. He went inside, said, Hey man, can I get an application? Filled it out, handed it to the worker, then pulled out a knife and stole the tip jar. Oh. <laughs> Only problem is he had filled out the application, so they had his oh, name. I and knew that address. was coming. I knew
0: that was coming.
2: Yeah. And he left his backpack with his ID in oh, it.
0: I mean, <laughs> could he be any worse at this?
2: I'm Lunchbox. at your bonehead story of the day. <laughs>
0: Amy, what does it mean when you say that you're working on becoming a family-focused family? I don't know the lingo.
5: Well, I I heard that there's kid-focused, parent-focused, and then family-focused. There's kind of the three options. And we were kind of a little bit of kid-focused when we needed to be or parent-focused. But we weren't operating together as a family, like sitting down, having meetings, talking about all the different activities from, okay, this is you... Stashira wants to play soccer. Okay, how are we going to make that happen? Does that fit into everybody's schedule? How can we support this? And even our son, how can he help support Stashira and her soccer and scheduling? And it really is making decisions like that as a family. And my husband and I communicating more on where we are with our week and maybe even where we are with our day. Like if I'm, oh, I've am i had tons of stuff happening to me, I'm super stressed. Maybe something happened with my dad and I'm operating at 20%. Then he can say, okay, I got you. I have the other 80%. Or if he's operating at 20% too, then we meet as a family. We decide we're gonna do takeout. We're not gonna cook. We're not gonna. I just heard Brene Brown talking about this for her family and it it really have
0: you tried it yet. It sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs>
5: it is, but I think you're it is in the beginning, but then I think you're all better for it in the long run because you all know what to expect. And that's another thing we're working on big time in our family is Consistency and predictability. And right now we're just kind of like, okay, we survived today. What's tomorrow? But if we sit down and we have these family focused meetings and everybody knows what to expect, then I think that we will be functioning better as a family. And so that's very new to us. We have just been in survival mode and I'm over it.
0: Hope it works. It'll be awesome.
5: We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Check that. in. All
0: right. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Come on. Survive my show. Yeah.